0: Hey, Room 303 listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting, even when your favorite team isn't suiting up? Then Thrive Fantasy is the destination you're looking for. A -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and esports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on. Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up, and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code ROOM303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28 to 3? Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co host, Nicholas Morahan. How are you doing today, Chachi Chacherson?
1: Not too bad, my gigantic Hispanic friend. Not too bad.
0: Gigantor. (laughs) So uh, there's been some shock shock performances this weekend in NFL week 13. There's been a collapse in the UEFA champions league. There's more NBA player movement looming. Yes or no to be determined. And um, college football playoffs remains the same. Number seven presents an interesting uh, change of change of pace though. With that being said, Let's get into today's trivia question.
1: So I we 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 have we, we we've had this on the podcast, uh, this conversation since probably about I would say week probably week week ten. It's that the Browns do are not getting the respect that they deserve by the national media. And I don't know why, because the national media loves to crap on the Browns when they're doing terrible. And losing games in heartbreaking fashion. But what if I told you, Jermaine, that the Browns are nine and three?
0: Uh I would be shocked to hear that because no one seems to be talking about it.
1: The other So I that- did this poll. I, I I did this poll around my office for for people who don't who who watch who follow sports but don't really I guess who watch it but don't follow it, right? And I went around and I asked four or five people, what are, what's the Browns record right now? And a bunch of people said, oh, they're, they're, they're close to 500. They're like six and five, right? Nobody guessed the Browns were nine and three. And everyone was shocked to their core when I said, the Browns are nine and three, everybody. And they're like, what? That, that's not possible.
0: That, here's, so, here's, another, here's another crazy thing. There are only 3 teams with a better record than the Cleveland Browns in the NFL. In the NFL right now. Would you like to would you like to guess those teams?
1: The Chiefs, the Steelers and the Saints.
0: Exactly. You want to know who the Cleveland Browns are tied with right now? The Green Bay Packers
1: and the Bills, right?
0: And the Buffalo Bills. They have a better the record. Buffalo Bills. They have a better record than every team in the AFC South. They have a better record than every team in the NFC East, although that's not saying much. And they have a better better record than every team in the NFC West. How is no one talking about this? What is going on? The
1: disrespect is so real.
0: You take away their loss to the Ravens week one, which was 38 to 6, and you take away their loss to Pittsburgh, which was 38 to 7. Those are their division rivals. Those are games you, you you usually fight super hard in to to win. The Browns are quietly one of the best stories in the NFL in a year when we need great stories and no one wants to talk about it. Baker Mayfield threw for four touchdowns in the first half. They, they just blew out the darlings. The Tennessee Titans of, were the darlings of the NFL last year. And this year, everyone likes to see them succeed. They just crushed them. It was pretty embarrassing. Tennessee I know I told
1: you this. I, I told you this stat. Tennessee had five turnovers all year. They had three in the game against the Browns.
0: Unreal. All right, so I think that's enough Browns love. Maybe we'll get back to it later. I always have time for some Browns love, but we alluded to some UEFA Champions League uh, heart. Well, we
1: didn't even we didn't even ask the trivia question, Jermaine. You you know that, right?
0: I thought you asked that.
1: No, the trivia question is: When was the last time the Browns were nine and three after Week Thirteen? When was the last time the Browns were nine and three after Week Thirteen? Is the trivia question for this episode?
0: What a great question. I want I a bonus question. Uh, if you know the quarterback who who led them to that 9 and 3 record. That's the I, I'll player.
1: come I'll come to your house and shake your hand.
0: <laughs> All right, with that being said, let's move on to UEFA Champions League guys. I prematurely jumped the gun. Me premature? No. So there was some heartbreak in uh, the group stage today that I felt um, descend over my day like a shadow of Colossus. Manchester United suffered an absolute crushing loss to RB Leipzig. 3-2 the day after Pogba's agent dropped bomb about Pogba being fed up didn't like that Bruno Fernandez was playing the attacking mid instead of him. Yada, yada, yada. Pogba gets benched. Man U comes out absolutely flat. Looks like they have chemistry issues. The three goals Leipzig scored were Bush League, uh, JV high school soccer goals. And ironically enough, Paul Pogba ends up scoring. he ends up scoring on on,
1: on an assist from bruno fernandez
0: on an assist from bruno fernandez it was just classic you gotta love the beautiful game
1: huh you You gotta love the beautiful game
0: classic dude i i don't understand it's it's outrageous it is what it is manchester united didn't deserve to be in it welcome back to europa league baby
1: if we didn't have a, a a probably an all-time a hall of fame nominee for finding cut pogba's agent would would be a is is a is an all-star is an all-star selection for finding cut
0: yeah he's the nick Marquez the, of finding cut this year
1: the day the day before the biggest match to get in the elimination rounds of the champions league and you just conveniently drop the paul pogba doesn't want to be at manchester united whether it's true or not Terrible timing.
0: He knew what he was
1: doing. Yeah.
0: What an ass hat.
1: And now he's forced Man United into the Europa, which can now force Paul Pogba to be like, I want to play Champions
0: League soccer. <laughs> well, I mean, if, that's, that's, what, enough, if that's, that's, that's what they end up doing, that's a stroke of genius, at least.
1: Yeah, That's good. That's good agenting, I guess. Everything else, no, no, nothing really nothing really changed in the other groups that actually played their, they played their match day on Tuesday. So E F G and H. Uh, Juventus beat Barca 3-0. They topped the group. It's amazing what Juventus can do uh, against a struggling Barcelona team when they actually have Cristiano Ronaldo available. <laughs> uh, Ronaldo was quoted after the game by seeing, saying he doesn't see Messi as a rival but a friend. Uh, I I I I'd, I'd wonder if his comments would have been the same if Barca beat Juventus 3-0. <laughs> um but uh so we have today, Wednesday, we have the uh A B C and D, which features uh, Atletico and Salzburg for the second position in group A. Uh, Gladbach, Shakhtar, Madrid, and Inter all within three points. Madrid could drop even out of the Europa. Madrid could be eliminated totally. No Europa, no Champions League. Dang. Group C is set, and then Group uh, D comes down to the... uh, The second position comes down to the match between Ajax and and Atalanta, as we talked about last week. So it should be fun. It should be fun on the final match day of the uh, Champions League group play.
0: Yeah, they got some big time matches. I actually, that Ajax Atalanta game is probably gonna be really fun to watch. I would hate to be a fan of either of those clubs. That would be uh, a nerve wracking match day. I mean, although that was me today watching man, you completely flummoxed the season away. at least we made Europa. Like, is that is that silver lining? No. So, did you did you see Weston McKinney's uh, volley?
1: I didn't see his volley. I know he's been really, he's been tearing it up though.
0: So he scored the second goal against Barca. So Ronaldo scored two pens, and Weston McKinney scored the goal in play. Oh, so Ronaldo didn't really do anything hard. <laughs> I, you still got to make him. I've seen nah.
1: Some, he scored penalties. Nah. I've
0: seen some German players really mess up penalties. Nah,
1: dog. Nah, dog. Why <laughs> are you gonna bring that shit up, dog? <laughs> You know what? I'm riding the the 2020 Champions League high. I don't need to be reminded about other
0: memories. (laughs) I'm just saying, you said it's easy. That's like us critiquing Shaq's free throws and then people missing game-winning free throws.
1: The Shaq (laughs) Diesel. The Shaq
0: Diesel. So we'll, we'll update the Champions League standings further on Thursday's episode. We'll move on now to the college football playoffs. As alluded to, nothing changes at the top. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame are all still top four. But Ohio State is in a real doozy of a fiasco because the Ohio State-Michigan game was canceled.
1: And, 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 and now because Ohio State has had three games canceled – According to Big Ten rules, they are now ineligible to play in the Big Ten championship. Yeah, Raise your hand out there in the listening world. Raise your hand if you think the Big Ten isn't going to change the rule for Ohio State this year.
0: (laughs) I see a a lot of hands not raised.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of hands are not raised because there is a 0% chance the Big Ten doesn't modify this rule to let Ohio State in.
0: What a garbage – the Big Ten is such garbage. I agree. The person who runs the commissioner – who's the commissioner of the Big Ten?
1: Uh, Ryan Day.
0: (laughs) Well done. Well done. (laughs) I don't even want to look it up anymore because it's not going to be a better answer. It's Ryan Day.
1: He dual hats as the head coach for Ohio State and the commissioner for the Big Ten.
0: Kevin Warren. Oh, man. And he's the first African-American commissioner to lead in <laughs> Power Five conference. You're doing a shit job, buddy. Like a real shit job. Like, come on, man. Be better.
1: Now, now, may I say they haven't changed the rule yet, but the fact that Ohio State has played exactly, what, three games in their, or four games and they're in the college football rankings at number three right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, the whole thing's a sham. It's We've been over this with Notre Dame.
1: So it's 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 gonna get interesting, right? And I'll describe to you how this is gonna get interesting. If Florida can somehow beat Alabama, Ooh. we may see so if Florida beats Alabama and Clemson beats Notre Dame like we think they will, with Trevor Lawrence back and a revenge game, right? If you're not taking if you're not taking the spread on Clemson, then I don't know. I I I I don't know what you're doing. You're obviously not listening to us.
0: Yeah, you're obviously not a room 303 faithful.
1: But listen to this scenario. If Florida beats Alabama, you now have three teams in the top six with one loss. And the losses would go like this. Florida beat Alabama. Alabama beat Texas A&M. Texas A&M beat Florida.
0: Oh, man. So. I would be, uh, Dude, that I bet you they're rooting for Alabama to beat Florida, dude
1: how how is the committee then if if Notre Dame gets blown out by Clemson as the committee you then have to make a choice Notre Dame is a one loss team but they played a Clemson team that did not that had a freshman quarterback and you still almost lost to them Ohio State is going to beat a team that they need to beat in Indiana in the Big Ten championship, or they may not play in the Big Ten championship. Although they're going to play in the Big Ten championship, I'll, and and Ohio and Ohio State has only played what? Six, I actually have they played five, five games yet? Yeah, five and zero, yeah. So they've only played six games, right? So you have to make the choice as a committee. Obviously, if, if I still think that it, if Alabama loses, they're going to drop down to two. So. I, some some form or fashion of Clemson, Alabama is gonna be your is gonna be your one two, right? But then if you have a one loss Alabama team, a one loss lost Notre Dame team, a one loss Texas AM team, and a one loss Florida team. Where where oh where do you put a Texas AM team that says, Well, we beat Florida and they're the SEC champion?
0: So, Florida-Bama is the SEC championship. Championship, yeah. Oh, so if Florida wins, they got to get in.
1: So, so, if Florida wins, they're in, right? So, the SEC championship, it's winning, you're in.
0: Oh, my goodness. I would hate tech- to be on this committee right now. Ohio State's but out. Then,
1: I, or there's Notre Dame out?
0: Both of them. If Florida beats Bama... Florida. It's gonna be, we're gonna so we're, we're gonna see, we're
1: gonna say we're gonna see three three SEC teams in the top four.
0: That's how it should be. I, I mean, that's how it should be. My opinion. Yeah. Just one guy. I mean,
1: here. I mean, I mean that's I mean that's the round robin. Clemson is getting in. Clemson's winning the ACC. They're in.
0: Fuck the Big Ten. But,
1: but if Alabama loses to Florida. Florida would have beaten Alabama, who beat Texas AM, who beat Florida.
0: And fuck the Big Ten. They fucked themselves out of the out of the college football playoffs with the way they handled COVID. So good riddance. You're fine and cut. Kevin Warren, you dropped him. If Kevin Warren sticks to his guns and does not let Ohio State play in the championship game, we're gonna raise and promote that young man.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like he now, he's 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 going all-time. He will be he will be saved from the hell that is find and cut and and lifted into the heaven that is raised and promoted.
0: We'd have to do our first retraction because I'm pretty sure we, we would, would have him. to find yeah. him in the Big Ten before. But I'm sure we have when he changes this rule. I'm calling it right now. You can call me Tom Cruise and Minority Report. He's gonna be on Find and Cut.
1: Yeah, I, I can see it in my mind's eye. I can predict the future. So
0: and I, and I and and it might be it might
1: be that in between these two episodes that we're recording, he will change the rules. So we might have to we we might have our candidate right there. Exactly. Cincinnati Cincinnati at number eight, they're losing to Tulsa, right?
0: Yeah, we've already predicted this. We are. They're predicting.
1: losing to Tulsa.
0: They barely beat UCF but, by three. They're gonna get upset by Tulsa. Yeah.
1: Well, UCF is a former national champion, so
0: put some respect on them. That's true. If if Ohio State can manage to make up one of those canceled games and get to 7 and 0, plays in the championship, makes up a canceled game, maybe two canceled games, then I say they can make the playoffs. But if not, don't let them in. Good risk. This
1: is the this is the final thing I'll say about it. Texas A&M should just book their ticket to the playoff right now.
0: Oh wow, you're that you're that confident. I'll say this. Florida I'll say this.
1: I'll say this, right? Because as much as I want to see Florida beat Alabama and 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 that whole rigmarole happen and Ohio <laughs> State not make the Big 12 or the Big 10 championship, they can't make the Big 12 championship. Is Alabama's going to uh, beat Florida. Because of COVID, though. Because of COVID, yeah. Alabama's going to beat Florida. Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame. Ohio State is going to get in the Big 10 championship. But they're going to beat Indiana. So that leaves you. With a one, And they're going to blow out Notre Dame. So that leaves you with a Texas A&M team who beat Florida, who got blown out by Alabama, and a Notre Dame team who beat a Clemson with a backup quarterback and then got blown out in the championship game. I think you pick Texas A&M over Notre Dame.
0: What if, What if Notre Dame beats Clemson?
1: And Florida beats Alabama. I mean, then, then, I
0: mean, (laughs) who
1: knows? Then the committee's putting Iowa State in.
0: All right, so yeah, let's get it, dude. Let's get it.
1: Then Iowa State and Coastal Carolina get in.
0: Ah, I love it, yo. What? uh, So I have a theory for you. Do you think? Uh Do you think Michigan canceled the game? to save Jim Harbaugh the embarrassment of another OSU loss?
1: I'll, I'll hit you with another theory. Michigan canceled the game in an attempt to not let Ohio State play in the Big Ten Championship.
0: Oh, I think mine's juicier here, though.
1: <laughs> yours is yours is probably correct. Yeah,
0: because it was <laughs> going to
1: be, it was gonna be a, a 52-10 game again. But was, I like the idea that Michigan is like just throwing all the stops at Ohio State now. So, like, oh, we have COVID,
0: we can't play. Instead of beating them, <laughs> they canceled just the it. game, dude. Unreal. Michigan, maybe Michigan should have been fine. Actually, if they did do this to prevent them from playing the championship, that's you be raised and promoted. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the chaos. Speaking of chaos, speaking of chaos, how about our boy James Harden? The beard just causing a ruckus in the NBA.
1: Yeah, I mean he's upset, right? And I don't know about rightfully so, but he's upset because he's he thought he was the darling of Houston and the darling of the NBA trade market. And then Russell got snagged out from under his nose and he's like, What? Huh? I was supposed to be the centerpiece of any main trade this offseason. Yeah. And the Rockets are like, No, you're fucking playing here, Doug.
0: We got you for three years, homie. You ain't going nowhere. He ain't nowheres. They said, hey, you know that coach you love that turned you into an MVP? He yeah, got you know that GM, gone. that GM you love that gave you the rock 98% of the <laughs> time? He got <gone>. he <laughs> <gone. laughs> They said, you know, you, the dude who won the MVP, who averaged like forty something in, or for like a 10 game stretch. Oh yeah, you ain't <clears <dude."> <clears <throat> He got if you think Harden's gone?
1: Yeah. So he so he, he held out, and then he showed up, and then dropped to the media that he's open to a 76ers trade. That's great, James. That's when, if I had the GM, I'd sit him down, I'd be like, that's great that you're open to a trade. I'm not.
0: I just don't under- So they have him under contract for three years.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not open to a trade. What like if- you said. You averaged 45 points in a 10-game stretch. You're not going anywhere, Doug.
0: Nah, homie. I just got you John Wall, bro. Yeah. yeah, Dude, I don't know. I would hate to be the Houston GM right now. But if I'm the Houston GM, fuck you. We'll just lose instead. (laughs) Fuck it. John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins taking us to the playoffs, bro.
1: Two, Can you imagine the
0: 2008 Kentucky Wildcats are here to take the Houston Rockets to the? <laughs> I don't even know. You
1: bench one. James Harden.
0: Good riddance. good rinse. James Harden should be in the find and cut section. What a bum! What a bum! But my boy and first podcast guest of Room 303, he actually hit me with a wild trade scenario like he, he was like they they could actually send a pretty decent package for Harden. I
1: mean, I mean he's drooling over a James Harden 76ers trade. He thinks it'll it'll save the garbage franchise that is Philadelphia.
0: Actually, he he's mad that Doc Rivers got hired. <laughs> he's mad that Daryl Morey got hired. And he's the only thing he's happy about so far is that they got rid of Al Horford's contract. So, but now he, he didn't want James Harden, and now he's like flipped the switch. He's like, fuck it. If we can get James Harden, and he put together this package. He said Tobias Harris, right? Their first-round draft pick this year, I think it was number like 23 overall, Tyrese Maxey, Boston Scott, and uh, Terrence Ferguson for James Harden. Oh, not Boston Scott. Mike Boston Scott. Boston Scott, like the, like the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles running back? Yeah, they're sending him to the Houston Can Texans you, because the Texans need a running back as well. It's a, it's a three franchise, two sport trade, first of its yeah. kind. Bro. <laughs> Can you
1: imagine? Hey, sorry, Boston, you were involved in a seventy six ers Harden trade. He's like, I don't play basketball. They're like, Yeah, we know you're playing for the Houston Texans now.
0: Yeah, but the you, you know we had to, oh, we had to coax the wheels oh, a little bit.
1: That's, <laughs> that's funny.
0: That Houston GM drives a hard bargain. (laughs) He fixed two franchises. (laughs) He's a better GM than Bill O'Brien ever was. (laughs) Oh, man. No, shout out Mike Scott, fellow uh, Woodbridge Virginian. Although I didn't actually go to Woodbridge, so I don't know why I said fellow. Good. But I I was looking at that trade, and I was just like, to be honest – I mean, I told him you'd have to throw in draft picks as well, obviously. But that's really not that bad a return with picks. Yeah. And the money would match. And they get P.J. Tucker. That's a little sneak. I was just like, yo, you got greedy adding P.J. Tucker in, though.
1: A little sneak sneak of P.J. Tucker in the end.
0: Let me get your opinion on this, though. Uh The the NBA has relaxed rules on resting players for non-televised games.
1: Mhm.
0: Are you for or against this? What's
1: well, the LeBron rule, right?
0: Yeah. So well, before I give my opinion, now, yeah.
1: Yeah, before I give my opinion, still one of the most marketable stars in the NBA is a 36-year-old LeBron James who has publicly stated over the last couple of months that he's surprised that the NBA restarted so quickly and it's he's made a point to say it's the shortest off-season of any professional sports league in history. So when you're one of your most marketable stars is saying that this is kind of a, this, this, this rule is not, is not shocking to me. Right. I think this rule is an adjustment by the NBA to basically try to control. Cause Adam Silver is one of the best commissioners in professional sports history. I think this is an adjustment by him to say, look, I'm done fighting with you guys on this whole, uh, Rest management sort of stuff. You can rest players during non televised games at home, but if it's a national game, they better be playing. I hate it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I guess I don't really hate it or I, I, I don't love it. I mean, it's kind LeBron of.
0: Rob a- James just signed a two year, $85 million contract that is paid by the people who tune into games and the people who show up to games. And you're going to tell me that he can choose when he doesn't want to play because even though he's not hurt? fuck yep, out of here and it's not just lebron obviously he's not the only one who's going to do it it's going to be every other f- fuck face in the league as well like crybaby kyrie and softer than charmin ass paul george
1: let me let me just take a let me take a side road here for a second did you see kyrie's comments this last week
0: about the media
1: for those of you no not about the media that's that's him just being a baby. Like I'm I'm sorry that you are a professional athlete and we you're put on a platform and people ask you to speak and give opinions about stuff. I'm sorry, Kyrie. I'm sorry that you have to give opinions on stuff. And you're like, I don't want to give opinions on stuff. Now, nah, that's one comment. That's that's f- fuck that. Right? Just because people ridiculed you because you thought the earth was flat, which you should be ridiculed for. <laughs> um also, I, I will say, though, the, the media rhetoric against Kyrie saying he's really stupid and like he's a cancer, then why would the players elect him vice president of the Players Association? Just, just throw on that. Why
0: out. would they want to keep playing with him? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: seriously. Um, no, but Kyrie Irvin, for those of you who didn't hear, said that talking about Kevin Durant, now, he's, now he sees he's glad that he can look down the court and not be the one to take the final shot because – That motherfucker can shoot," he said about Kevin Durant.
0: Yeah, I'm actually on Kyrie's side on this one. I don't think it was a shot at LeBron the way everyone's interpreting it. I think that Kyrie Irving hits some of the most difficult, ridiculous shots I've ever seen. And not saying that LeBron's not a good shooter; he can't hit big time shots. I'm not saying that at all. Who hit the
1: shot? Who who hit the who hit the dagger against Golden State though?
0: Yeah, it was Kyrie.
1: And an impossible shot.
0: It was. Off the dribble, step, step, step. Like, it was a crazy difficult shot. Like, the degree of difficulty is insane. Granted, LeBron can hit a lot of difficult shots. But what Kyrie was saying is Kevin Durant is that dude as well. We've seen Kevin Durant, like, spin, marvel, take two bounds, travel 28 feet, and hit, like, floaters where he... Triple pumps the ball and then still shoots it over Dwight Howard and it like touches the rafters. The refs are like, "Dude, is that out of bounds?" And then the ball drops into the net. Like Kevin Durant hits those shots as well.
1: I think, that- I think, I think he does the Michael Jordan shot from uh, from uh, what you would call from Space Jam every uh, every game. Where they're
0: physically,
1: physically tackling him, and he just reaches his long tarantula arm out and and dunks it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what Kyrie was getting at. And although, like, I don't know, obviously, I'm not in his head. Maybe he thinks LeBron's a bum, which would be a bold take. <laughs>
1: but, I mean, he, I mean that that is kind of that does kind of seem to be the mental aptitude that Kyrie is working with. But I I think that and and correct me if i'm wrong because you watched way more you watched way more cavs basketball than i did i'm just a playoff watcher and that's that's been stated before it seemed like lebron in his career is more of a facilitator of the final shot than a taker of the final shot that's why he likes to surround himself with guys like ray allen and kyrie irving and guys like that that can literally hit daggers when he can drive the lane get them the one on one or get them the wide open looks they want, and then they can do what they do best. Yeah, that's 100%. how I. T- that's how I took Kyrie's comment. Is Kyrie knew that in the final seconds he would be getting the ball in Cleveland, not LeBron. Right, but now yeah. he knows in. But now he knows in Brooklyn, they don't have to design a play just for Kyrie to get the ball. Yeah. Now you got now you got two just deadly dagger shooters, that that can win a game for
0: you. And that's, that's what I think he was getting at. I don't think he thinks LeBron isn't clutch. Like, he played with the dude. You know what I mean? LeBron is clutch. He's not clutch in, like – no, I mean, he's still clutch in the traditional sense. I've hit him t- seen him hit some crazy shots. But he's, like uh, – like, w- the, what I'm looking for is he's not clutch in the sense of just j- jump shooting. He's more yeah, – about-
1: he's, he's a facilitator of that final shot.
0: Yeah, and we've seen it and we get on him all the time for passing the rock even though they yeah. get a wide open shot. We're like LeBron, yeah. you got to take that shot. And I think that's what Kyrie was getting at in my opinion, but also like who the, how the fuck am I supposed to know what Kyrie's thinking? <laughs>
1: I, I, dude, the, the dude thinks the world is flat. So I don't I don't know what goes on in that
0: head. He probably thinks his mo- his own mom's cooking stinks.
1: That's that's blasphemous.
0: I'm just saying he's that he's that wild of a boy. He probably thinks his own mom's cooking stinks.
1: Doug, when is Mama Riddle going to gonna cook me up a plate, dude? I bet she can put some fire food down on a plate, Doug.
0: Bro, she knows how to throw down in the kitchen. A little seafood rice, bro. You ain't even uh, met her. How you to act like she ain't cooked for you before? You ain't even met her. Met her. No, dude. I, I'm not saying she cooked for me. I said I bet she put some fire plate down. Bro, I was talking to my boy, Jason, on Xbox Live the other day. We are playing a little Destiny, and I was oh, like... By the way,
1: shout out Destiny 2. Free on uh, PlayStation Network. Downloaded the other day. Not a bad game. Not a bad game.
0: Yo, Crossplay just came in. We should try to get on this. You should join the oh, back. Sh-
1: oh, shizness. Yeah, dude. That's happening. Follow so, us on Twitch when Jermaine and I <laughs> play a game that came out three years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, follow us on Twitch season season of the hunt baby um, you don't
1: if you don't find our account just know it's not on there because we don't twitch
0: because we don't actually do that uh i was telling i was like yo dude like what do you think about moving back home <laughs> and living with i was like if i move back home i'm living moving back in with my mom and i'm just like yo mom what you making today <laughs> paying no rent i'll do my laundry i'll clean up after myself but like you got you gotta cook for me and i don't pay no rent (laughs) i wish dog just Uh, she she
1: would be every mom every mom in the world would be down for like six months and then they'd realize how we live right now that we don't tell them how we live and she'd be like have you come back drunk every night of this week
0: i don't do that dude I don't drink every day. I don't. Okay. I don't.
1: But I, when I the do way drink, you, though, the, the way the way you live your life right now, would your mother be happy to live with you for six months?
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's very good. I don't think my mom would be.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I live a much more uh, copacetic lifestyle than you. Uh,
1: but I don't know. I, I I'm I'm kind of confused at what that word means in that in that uh, in that context.
0: It's much more agreeable. You, you're living like a debauchery, degenerate-filled life right now. That's right. I mean, that's what deployment is, dude.
1: Oh, God. And nope. I have this mustache. There's people, you know, there's people that don't know me without the mustache, and I think that's hilarious.
0: That is super funny is like the mustache is a recent thing. I don't think you should get rid of it. I think you should get some growing aid, like some growing oil and get a. I already have it. I have it, dog. Get a Tom Selleck mustache, dude. That's what you do. Beard beard club, dog. Like when you put the, when you put the tuxedo on, when you put the tuxedo on, everyone's like James Bond.
1: The problem is it's a decent mustache. It's too blonde though.
0: Needs to get we can you can color any hair, bro.
1: I'm gonna just for a minute,
0: bro. Just bro. just
1: for a minute, jet jet black.
0: Dude, put some gray in it. Jet black with a little gray, dog. I
1: I or 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 I'm gonna do the Puerto Rican thing and just dye it straight blonde.
0: Bro, no, don't do that. If you're gonna dye any crazy color, dye it red. Oh geez, go pack. Just tell people that you uh, stayed out in the sun too long and your blonde turned red.
1: So like a, like a fire red though, like a fluorescent red.
0: Yo, we all right, we've been derailed. Uh, last two things on the NBA season starts the twenty-second of December. Imagine the start of the day after Christmas, the 26th. The 22nd <laughs> of December. Um with the Clippers having to watch the Lakers raise their banner and get their rings in Staples Center, how disrespectful was Adam Silver making this schedule? He was just like, "You catch that L again, Kawhi." <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you gotta love it.
0: Oh, and then and then Kevin Durant and Steph Curry face off against each other. Yeah, for the first time. Uh, since being teammates pretty much yeah it's gonna be
1: good I, we we've talked at length about how the first week of the nba season is gonna be off the chain it is it's gonna be off
0: the heasy.
1: off the heezy in, indeed indubitably
0: all right let's move on to the nfl though week 13 is in the books cleveland browns are nine and three I mean
1: and, and nobody's talking about it.
0: And zero people are talking. You know what people Saints, are talking about?
1: The Saints are 10 and 2, which means oh, as unlikely as it was, my 14 and 2 prediction is still alive.
0: We lost two games in the first three weeks. <laughs> and the Saints are Saints are keeping that 14 and 2 alive, dude. Without here's the crazy part is that Everyone's forgetting we're doing it without the without Drew Brees again.
1: With without Drew Brees,
0: that's what I'm saying. Without Drew Brees again, like this, we did this last year. This is two ice in a row. But this, but but this should give you faith that you don't need Drew Brees. Well, I was calling for his benching at the beginning of the season. So, I in
1: fact, Tays- in fact, Taysom Hill has zero losses this year, and Drew Brees has two.
0: Yeah, suck it, Drew. Sit on the so bench. who's better. <laughs> Drew Bree's is about to get that Carson Wentz treatment, bro.
1: Ouch, ouch. Carson Wentz's benching really hurts.
0: Oh no, dude. The internet has been asunder a with these layup of puns, dude. It's been outrageous. He's oh, I man. guess
1: I guess his time in Philly has came and went dude
0: stop they've all been done this is not original
1: yeah i i don't think jalen hurts is going to be better than carson wentz because i think he's a less good carson wentz and we're going to see very quickly that the problems that carson wentz is facing is an eagles problem and not a carson wentz problem
0: yeah that's that's my opinion. Honestly, we were talking off the line, and I was just like, "Who do you think Carson Wentz gets traded to?" Because people are already ta- asking, like, "Where does where does Wentz end up?" I was like, "I would love to see him end up in New Orleans."
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I think that I think that New Orleans has kind of used his last two weeks as as a tryout period for Taysom Hill, and I don't know if he's imp- I don't know if he's impressing upon them that he's a franchise quarterback.
0: He hasn't done anything to not, but he has shown, you know, he's he has inconsistencies. He hasn't played the position. You know what I mean? This is his first time playing quarterback, and, you know, I mean, he has plays where he <laughs> gets handed the rock and says, go run people over, but I don't – this is his first time playing since, like, 26. His last passing touchdown was 2016 before he just had the one to Traquan Smith and Jared Cook. Like, Jeez. that's a long time. That's to, a not, long to not time. throw a football, yeah. And it's not like Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre, where you know Aaron Rodgers has the talent. This guy is more of a. He doesn't have. It's very,
1: the, it's very versatile.
0: He has to see the player open right he's not the kind of. that's my biggest complaint with him thus far is that he's not the player who knows the play and he knows when the player is going to run open and he throws the ball with that anticipation he is more makes his read makes his second read makes his third read that guy is open throws the rock and then the defender can close the hole you know it's he's that kind of quarterback so Can he get coached up? Absolutely. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen them do it with Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater went to New Orleans and came out a much better quarterback. To where Carolina's reaping the benefits of it. So, Uh, dude, are you kidding me? is a better quarterback. Oh my god, the slander is unreal. Anyways, let's move on to the biggest stories of the week, and that is coming out of the NFC East. Right, we already talked about Carson Lentz getting benched, but now we have to talk about the division leading New York Football Giants with their upset of the Seattle Seahawks and the second place, tied for the same record, Washington Football Team
1: with their upset
0: of the of Pittsburgh the Steelers.
1: previously unbeaten Pittsburgh Steelers. So with- I, I, I saw I saw a link. I, it might have been something that that. Uh, PFT did um, from Barstool Sports. They said that everyone's trashing the NFC East when it might be the most competitive division in years.
0: Oh, I text my group chat that. I text my group chat that like four, it was when like, it was like a stinker of a week. They all got crushed, <laughs> and I It was others.
1: probably it was probably four weeks ago when they were an equal number of wins away from the division lead that they were for the number one draft pick.
0: Yeah, that was. I think that's what it was because I was just like, I was just like, NFC East is the most competitive division in the NFL. Changed my mind, and everyone, like everyone, just responded with, "Don't do that."
1: <laughs> I like, don't. I mean, I mean, that. it is people. People assume competitive is you have to have like a bunch of good teams in a division but competitive can also just be you're you're playing with your competition you're playing to the level of your competition and the NFC East is uh, not even decided yet i don't think even with this Cowboys loss
0: oh no it's still in the, it's still in the t- well at, like i just said the football team and the New York Giants are tied for the same record
1: at five and seven
0: five and seven washington has a worse uh division record no no nope. which is which is, is a little
1: upsetting because i wanted to see like a four and 12 team make the playoffs
0: yeah that one of them is going to sneak into eight and eight yeah. i and i it makes me sick
1: <laughs> and If And you don't think that an eight and eight new york giants team in the playoffs is isn't scary you're wrong
0: you're wrong. Have you seen the defense they played the last three, four weeks? <laughs> you know what? That bye week, you and I have this, this argument about bye weeks all the time. If a team's doing well going into a bye week, it screws them. See the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, although they haven't played coming out of the bye week. But you'll you'll know. They they weren't playing well. They're going to come out of the bye week and play well. It's also their schedule st- stupid easy now. I think it's like Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta or something like that. Then
1: they play Carolina one more time.
0: And the New York Giants went into their bye week with kind of question marks. Devontae Freeman got put on IR. They had some, you know, some big time people go down. Like Golden Tate went down. I think an offensive guard went down. And they came out of it, and they played the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. Remember that throwaway Monday Night Football game no one paid attention to? And the the New York football giants almost beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. Yeah, And ever since then, it was almost like they went out there, played against the GOAT, and were like, hey, we can actually compete in these football games. And that game turned them around into thinking that they can win. And now they're winning games. They just won with Colt McCoy at quarterback. Shout out! Shout out! Hook them, Longhorns! Shout out!
1: So, 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 right now, like, if the playoffs were to end today, you would have KC playing Indy. It's probably a win for KC. I say probably because they beat the Broncos by one score.
0: Buffalo that's not a, that's playing not a matchup Kansas City wants.
1: Buffalo playing Miami. It's not a match of Buffalo 1. It's not a match of Buffalo 1.
0: I want to start the day now.
1: (laughs) And a Tennessee-Cleveland rematch.
0: Oh, that would be a stacked AFC, bro. Yo, NFL, call it. (laughs) it. (laughs) Stop the votes. Stop the votes. Stop the votes. Yo, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, and Cleveland Browns are all in the playoffs. Stop the votes, Don. Stop it.
1: Nobody wants anything else in the in the uh, NFC. It would be Green Bay playing Minnesota.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Uh, the Green Rams
0: Bay can't stop the run, dude. The play.
1: Rams. The Rams playing the Bucks. Oh, that's a good matchup too. And the Giants rematching the Seahawks.
0: No, dude, stop the boats. Stop the count. We need them. We need these matchups. Stop it.
1: Oh man. Is that not the most exciting? This is one thing that I think 2020 it might pull it might pull a Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker on us. They've it's been evil for the longest time, but maybe just maybe it'll just it'll go out with it will redeem itself at the end with just a a good thing.
0: I don't know. How classic would it be for 2020 to let New England into the playoffs? I got my swagger back. I I think it would uh, (laughs) – I think that would be the classic 2020, dude. Yeah,
1: that would be be the classic 2020.
0: Ravens game just went final, 34-17, Dallas lost. Uh, How about that Lions upset of the Bears? I bet Lions money line loved it. Oh Bears, man!
1: Bears are Bears are now six and zero. So let me tell you about this. Faithful room three to three. Faithful and Jermaine. I took Indianapolis team total under twenty seven and a half. Houston team total under twenty four and a half. Game total under fifty three. At halftime, this game was twenty four to twenty. Indianapolis at halftime. Jermaine, how many points were scored in the second half of this game?
0: Two points.
1: Two. Two points to cash all three of my under bets.
0: That is an outrageous triumvirate of unders.
1: Outrageous. I put, and I I realized this beforehand, but I doubled my unit size before last week because I had been doing I'd been doing pretty well, and I put a hundred dollars on that game. No, no, sorry, fifty dollars. I put fifty dollars on that game, all together. One so
0: hundred and fifty.
1: I am no fifty fifty dollars all told. Okay. And it could have been, and it was 44, 44 points at the half. And it was 46 points at the end of the game. I mean, you can't, you yeah. can't buy wins like that. You can't buy that feeling back. The feeling that I oh. have, because I went to bed, I went to bed and I was like, well, those are losses. That's $50 down there. And then to wake up and, just, <laughs> and, and, have, 50, and have 50 more dollars in your pocket. <laughs> you can't that's buy
0: that so wild that's so wild dude that is so wild it's almost like betting jet's money line oh wait
1: listen all right we rolling right into and cut now
0: yeah roll it dude so th- this
1: so, so this one a- has a special hatred for me built in but gregway so so let me set the scene the previously winless New York Jets are beating the Las Vegas Raiders with five seconds left in the game. Vegas is at their uh, around 40-yard line. I don't know the exact one, but Vegas is on the Jets' 40-yard line. They need a Hail Mary to win. Would you, Jermaine, as defensive coordinator, D.C. J.C. Mendez, Would you play prevent? Would you rush four? Would you play a cover two? Which one of those options would you choose?
0: (laughs) Option D, all out blitz.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. You must be Greg. You must be a Greg Williams disciple. Greg Williams, the former Jets defensive coordinator, sent an all out blitz. On a f- with five seconds left in the fourth quarter, speedster Henry Ruggs obviously blew past his one-on-one coverage. Caught the ball wide open in the end zone. Jets lose. My money line loses. My spread hits, though, thank- thankfully. But my Jets money line loses. Greg Williams gets fired. It costs the Jets the first win of the season. They would still be the number one draft pick. So Greg Williams, your finding cut. Jermaine, quick question. You think it was intentional?
0: One thousand percent, bro. One thousand percent. I bet you they settled out the entirety of his contract remaining, and they said, thanks for thanks for your stewardship. Uh, good luck on future endeavors. Thank you for getting us Trevor Lawrence. We're gonna trade Sam Darnold.
1: So here's my here's my uh, my second conspiracy conspiracy theory of the show. Adam Gase walks over to Greg Williams and goes, Greg, I know it sounds crazy, but I've been watching all game. An all out blitz would work here. And Greg Williams goes, What a great call, boss. And sends an all out blitz. And Adam Gase goes, You idiot, you fool. I've kept the spotlight off me for another week, you fool.
0: <laughs> another one. <laughs> Oh my god, Greg Williams, I that I think the stat is there hasn't been a play like that since 2006. Like no one's called an all out blitz on a Hail Mary like that since 2006.
1: There should have never been a play like that.
0: I don't know why you're calling an all out blitz there. I don't understand what's going on. I that's what, it has to be intentional. There's no way Greg Williams is that dumb.
1: They weren't even really close to Derek Carr either. <laughs> he had great protection. <laughs> like you see, you saw him literally just take one step up in the pocket. He did and a all jump throw, and all the defenders were behind
0: him. He took a step and jumped and threw all his body weight into that pass. Derek Carr does not have a cannon, by the way. He tried his damnedest to get that football out he, of the field.
1: get it forty-five yards.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was just like Derek. It Derek wasn't Carr, that far,
1: hit, baby. Hit, hit the weight room, baby. Medicine balls, my guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: Medicine. What is, what is you doing, baby?
1: So Derek Carr, maybe on another episode, would be finding cut for his jump throw by stepping into a clean, stepping up in a clean pocket.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's. But all this I is to- so.
1: I, I I would really love to find and cut Adam GaSe because he because he goaded Greg Williams into this to take the spotlight oh. off him for one week, Emperor Palpatine style.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I, uh, yeah. I mean, you can if you want. Uh, I I don't know what to say. Dude, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. Kyle Shanahan, the fact that he's competing against these teams that they had such an awful schedule, such a tough schedule.
1: And Uh, and I mean, and and it doesn't help that, you know, 75% of their Snaps from last year are on IR.
0: <laughs> Bro, George Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Solomon Thomas, Nick Bow. Most of their running backs. Yeah, like every other running back. And he's somehow competing with Nick Volens. Like he was in that game versus Buffalo. That's true, but, yeah. So everyone likes to call out Pittsburgh, right? They Everyone mm-hmm. likes to call out Pittsburgh for – their strength of schedule, right? That they're imposters and blah, 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 frauds and et cetera, et cetera. So so there's opponent's strength of schedule that Pittsburgh has faced is 49%. The Kansas City Chiefs have faced a 48% strength of schedule. So does that mean Kansas City is a, a fraud imposter as well? So
1: I'm 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 gonna be a hypocrite because I hate this this saying. But the eyeball test just looks better on KC, doesn't it?
0: Oh no, you're an eyeball test guy, are No, you no I no, no,
1: no, I hate that. I, I hate that. Like a like describing someone as a home run hitter in football. There's there's three phrases that I hate the most in sports that activate my pet peeve. Home run hitter in football. This guy really passes the eye test, yeah, because the eye test has really succeeded in the past. Ryan Leaf really passes the eye test over the one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and then three—that would have been a home run in any other ballpark. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're not playing in any other ballpark. We're playing in this ballpark, so that's just a dumb announcer thing to say.
0: Yeah. Who was Ryan Leaf drafted ahead of, though?
1: Peyton Manning. <laughs>
0: Dude,
1: I know. Peyton Manning, you dummy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so on to the trivia question. When was the last time the Cleveland Browns were 9-3 after week 13? Would you like to take a guess, Nick?
1: Uh, I have the answer right in front of me, so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to guess.
0: Okay. I, I,
1: I, to be honest, before I saw the answer, I didn't think that they had
0: ever done it. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> That's funny. Oh man! So Uh, I I,
1: I I probably would have said eighty six, right? Because isn't that isn't that the that's the drive? That's the John Elway and the drive. Wasn't wasn't Cleveland favorite in that game? I think they were decent. That was the
0: first time they played, right? That was the first time they played. Yeah. Yeah, they were favored the first time they played, I believe. Yeah. Although I wasn't alive to bet back then, so don't quote me on <laughs> it. <laughs> the quarterback of that team was Vinny Testa, freaking Birdie, bro. Vinny Testa, <laughs> freaking
1: Birdie. You can't say his name any other, any different than that.
0: Dude, that dude played forty-seven years. He was the original Tom Brady. He just did it. He the was. The,
1: he was the. He played so long that I believe he was a Carolina Panthers quarterback in two thousand eight.
0: <laughs> I mean, and, I, and, I,
1: and, I, and I'm not joking with you.
0: <laughs> he was. Vinny,
1: <laughs> let's see, Vinny Testaverde's playing history.
0: <laughs> oh man, he Carolina Panthers 2007. 2007 so he, <laughs> seven, dog. he started
1: with the Buccaneers in 1987 and was a quarterback in the National Football League, playing meaningful snaps in 2007.
0: Suck. <laughs> He started for you guys, didn't he? Yes, meaningful snaps. Forty-three <laughs> year old, forty-three <laughs> year old Benny Testaverdi started for the Carolina Panthers. You me, were man. good. In, you guys were good in 'O seven, too. That's what's so funny. Yeah. Weren, weren't you? Were you good that year?
1: Yeah, and in in O uh, uh, the Super Bowl was two thousand five that you're thinking of.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so post finney i mean pre he,
1: uh, he threw a f- he in uh he started his first game on october 14 2007 against the arizona cardinals in that game he threw a 65 yard touchdown pass to steve smith extending his nfl record to 21 consecutive seasons with a touchdown pass is that an unbreakable record <laughs> hey, dude? <laughs> is, it, is, is that the Cal Ripken consecutive game streak of the nfl Many (laughs) testing single
0: Hold on. How many seasons has Tom Brady played? I don't know. Look at it up right now. Tom Brady, Wikipedia.
1: He threw a touchdown pass to 71 different players.
0: Dude, what? Really? How many seasons has Tom Brady played? Oh, he played so Tom Brady has played 21 seasons. <laughs> <He> played 21? <laughs> yeah. He played 20 with New England and this is his 21st.
1: Did did he throw a touchdown pass? Oh, he had to have thrown a touchdown pass.
0: I would I would wager the go is throwing a touchdown pass in every season. Yeah. <laughs> what about the year that he got hurt though?
1: Ooh. Ooh. But he didn't he got hurt in like week four or something, right? Ah, but that would destroy the streak, though.
0: That's what I'm saying. Did he throw a touchdown that year? I'm sure he did, but that's uh, this is something we'll have to do off the line. (laughs) We'll have to do off the line.
1: Definitely off the line.
0: We got sidetracked by many (laughs) tests. So, fun fact: the
1: 1994 uh, Cleveland Browns was was the last time they were they were nine and three. Would you like to know how the city of Cleveland repaid them? How? They kicked him out in 95 for Baltimore.
0: They didn't kick him out. You're painting the horrible story, (laughs) dog.
1: They kicked him out and then demanded a team back because the city of Cleveland is a bunch of bums.
0: (laughs) You imagine how ballsy that was. We don't want this team. Take it somewhere (laughs) else. Bring us another one.
1: We don't want this Bill Belichick team
0: that's fucking hysterical all right to recap browns 9-3 94 the very next year they left cleveland so browns fans enjoy this team while you have it <laughs> 2021 they'll be gone
1: fucking 12 years later Vinny Tessaverdi was still throwing touchdown passes in the nfl <laughs>
0: <laughs> and greg williams welcome to find him and cut him you bum.
1: and greg williams was just learning his all-out blitz technique on hail mary Dog, it's like playing your nephew in Madden. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good, dog.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Podcast Room 303. This was episode 42. Follow us on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at Podcast Room 303. Uh, with that being said, Alex Smith is a poor man. Sam Darnold, agreeable leader out.
1: Hey, everybody. Have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew
0: insert player name here
1: was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution. The Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a one of a kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, or eSports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and eSports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event. Meaning, if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And, since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify.